Hi. Welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. It's where we talk about wrestling. Can't even tell if you're mad about NXT or you're mad about the Yankees right now. Not about NXT. That's for goddamn sure. NXT is a welcome distraction. This, um, this was a uh, the lowest I've ever rated an episode of NXT. Really, with Tony even? Tony, Tony. <laughs> hey dog. <laughs> um, I'm your host Liz. I'm joined as always by my co-host Marcus. Boom. Baby. Dab on the haters. <sighs> well, this was uh this was NXT. Um I love how instead of like pulling it up on your laptop, like your other laptop, you crane your neck around to see it on the TV. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I have it on the laptop while I'm doing this, and I can see it out of my peripheral. Whatever fucking happens, you're getting a live reaction. At least this way, it's like, what I can't see can't hurt me. It'll hurt your neck, though. I, you know what? Fine, at this point, it's the last time it's gonna fucking hurt my neck. You could just turn it off, though. <laughs> I'll go down with the goddamn shit, buddy. I'm just not gonna be fucking pleased about it. You seem to be going down like like you're in a lifeboat, but you're still in the boat. Like or like your lifeboat is like tied to the boat right now. Like you don't want to be in the boat, but yet you still are. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's just soul crushing. But I've got alcohol, we're gonna be okay, I'm gonna be fine, and I'm totally not gonna cry about this. Don't worry. That'd be weird. Yep, yep, yep. Um this this episode of NXT was not great. I had a couple decent matches. One one that felt like a throwback episode. Pete Dunn versus Cameron Grimes. That very much felt like uh here's here's to the old NXT. You know, you guys you get a little bit a little bit as a treat. Freya was talking um, about how she would love to go back to NXT, and then, like, if you read the article, she was like, I would love to have gone back to the NXT that, it, like, it used to be, because it was edgier, and I don't know if I would really fit in anymore. And I was like, oh, oh you wouldn't. <laughs> Start there. Um, we also had the, the Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Elimination match uh, for the tag title. That was fun. The crowd made it awful. The crowd... Fucking oh my god! Was what the a worst smart part. fucking audience. Them chanting for Carmelo Hayes after he was the first one eliminated. I I don't know what it is about the Florida crowds, but they are like the biggest group of fucking smarks that like have ever existed. I wouldn't it's... say all Florida crowds because Daly's place wasn't a bad crowd. When... Okay, sorry. All NXT Florida crowds. How's that? I think that's a safe. It's their it's their only crowd. I think they have a recurring crowd that comes back every week. Um, but uh it was like the the worst part is you can hear two guys if they're loud enough, you can hear two guys yelling. Because there was an MSK chant going on, which is like the first time you've ever heard it. And then these two guys would chant sucks after MSK, which is like I mean I get it, it's a wrestling show. They were People probably the two guys that were chanting for Mandy. 
I don't think so. I don't know. They they were doing I'm some weird things. Because there was like two people cheering for Mandy when she yeah. came out, and it was very sad. Maybe it was them. I don't know. Um, but uh, we we had Joe Gacy featured prominently in the episode. He's he's gonna be in a championship contenders match next week. Um. We we had the debut of Tony D'Angelo, the mm, the best the best. Haven't fight CM me. Punk. What we deserve. Man, man is. I mean, he's good. Like he is good in the ring. Um. His match with Malik Blade was pretty good. Um. Besides that, I mean, it was like a pretty uneventful show they announced some matches for halloween havoc they announced halloween havoc um yeah von wagner continues to simp over kyle o'reilly for some reason yeah dude i don't know that one's weird yeah yeah so uh you want to get into the news before we go too deep into the episode yeah, I've only got two pieces of news. The first one's actually quite exciting. It's that um, NXT UK is going to have a crowd this week or next week? Next week. Okay, so they're going to have a crowd next week. It's um, when uh, really Ilya defends the title against A-Kid. And that's going to be great because if there's one thing that NXT UK has been in sore need of, it's a live crowd and not that same piped in noise. So I'm excited for that. Me too. Um, and then my other piece of news is that, um, apparently JBL was accused of bullying Mauro Ranallo, um, before he left the company in 2017. Um, uh, JBL, a bully? I know. Who could have guessed? Um, Ronaldo said that he didn't leave because of JBL, but there were more than enough rumors from um, just people inside um, that suggest that it had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and JBL said, maybe I could have deserved the accusations. I don't know. You know, we were younger. We broke balls. I'm a loud guy from the South, and a lot of people think, I think, took that wrong. And I'm like, Get your cop out for everything, bud. Is that it? I'm from the south. I get to bully people. Hey, hey. All right. Well, news section was too short. Didn't even fucking change the sign again. God damn it. God damn it. You need to. Yeah. No. Um. All right. Well, let's uh talk about NXT, shall we? Uh, I gave this NXT a 4.37. That's the lowest it's ever been. Albeit I started the rankings or the ratings in uh, May, but still, over the course of five months, this is the lowest it's ever been. Yeah. All right. So um. we start off immediately with Mandy Rose versus Ember Moon, and I was like, cool. This could be a really good match. Mandy can show herself and, like, when she wants to. And Ember is always fantastic. There's no way this can't be. Hyped. Yeah. 
Yeah. I was thrilled for Amber. There's no way this can't be a great match. Little did I know that I forgot about uh, fucking Kevin Dunn saying, we're only going to make this a two-minute match, five-minute match, because we have to fit in seven other matches. All right. So there's an elbow to Mandy and then, like, a little taunt. Um, Mandy ends up slapping Amber across the face. Um, Amber ends up uh, ends up laying Mandy upside down in the corner um, on the top buckle. Uh, Gigi then loads Mandy from the ring after Ember runs into her. Um, Moon ends up suicide diving onto JC Jane, who's out there as well. Mandy then uh, wants a pump knee. She gets caught by Ember, gets powerbombed into the apron. Um, Mandy does hit a funky little suplex to um, Ember. I couldn't quite explain it, but it was like... Kind of just pancaked her. Um... And then she gets some body scissors on Ember that Ember rolls backwards with. Uh, there's a big elbow to Mandy. And then Ember goes up top, hits a pair of knees to the face of Mandy off the post, and then goes for the eclipse, fails to do so, gets a pump knee to the face for a clean win, which I said, oh, okay. Uh, do you yeah. remember when Ember was like supposed to leave and change something? And she said there was, like, something needed to be changed. Yep. you recall that? Or was I dreaming? What needed to be changed was she needed to go on 205 Live. Which ah. she has been. Ugh, oh. God. Remember when the NXT women's division was the best division in the world? And now we're bringing it back down with whatever the fuck is going on with Toxic Attraction? Yep. I hate to sound like one of those people, too, but it's like, I just, there's something about toxic attraction that just feels so, like, processed. Yeah. Um, like, like, I, like I tweeted, they don't, there's nothing about them that feels like lead stable, lead faction. They're just, like, three women, two of them are new, which is the funniest part. They're new, they're still very green, and Mandy is, like, not really intimidating. And you're trying to show off as an, a dominant force, but you're essentially just three sexy women. Like, that's, that's your gimmick. Like that, that is it. That is your gimmick. And there's a difference between, and I'm going to sound like my mother, and I don't want this to sound wrong. It might. There's a difference between making yourself look sexy and being sexy. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I get that. Okay. I don't know. It's just there's so much fucking heat between people about, like, this NXT versus the old NXT, and it's so tiring. But I just hate this. I or This with Mandy and uh, JC Jane and Gigi. I hate it. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. There that's not all that uh is bad about tonight. There's plenty more. But any more where that came from. There's some there's also some good stuff about tonight, like this promo. We got a promo from Legato, the saving grace of NXT right now. 
So, Santos says, SmackDown saved your asses, hit row. Uh, it's hard to respect a group whose deadliest weapons are words. Um, you can run to SmackDown like the coward. We know you are. You know, or I know you are. You know you are. Or you could prove to me you're a man by facing me for the North American Championship. Uh, then we get Odyssey Jones versus LA Knight. Yeah, LA gets fucking yeeted twice. Um, he runs away. He gets back in the ring and runs at Jones only to get shoulder tackled. Knight takes out Jones's leg, sending him into the buckle. He, oh, God. He hits some cross faces um, to Odyssey against the ropes uh, and then a pump knee on the apron. Back in the ring, he hits an elbow drop onto Odyssey. Knight looks like he wants to suplex Jones, but instead he gets flattened. Um, there's a series of clubbing blows tonight, and then a clothesline, um, gets thrown down into... Okay. What? I can't say it, because it's gonna happen again. Something on my computer turned on. For no good reason. Okay. Oh, I know why it turned on. Okay. I said a series. Um... I don't like her. She stresses me out. <laughs> um, so we get a gut buster over the thigh tonight. And then who but Andre Chase comes in and distracts Odyssey Jones. <sighs> Knight ends up tackling Jones. Um, Chase keeps him from getting the rope break with his leg. And LA Knight wins. I had fun. I had a good time. I mean, nice for LA Knight to win, but at the same time, I feel like he shouldn't have, you know? Yeah. This is Odyssey Jones. No. He's a big fucking dude. If anyone, if anyone of the new roster is going to get over uh, uh, LA Knight, it's going to be Odyssey. Yeah, um, I don't know. I definitely didn't think that uh, Knight should have won this. Yeah. Um, then we have an interview with Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. He says, love is in the air. I am on the search to find a lucky lady. Uh, Pete Dunn and Ridge Holland walk in. Pete says, no woman would, could, no woman would come near you. Things might be changing, but I'm still the baddest man in NXT. How about I show you tonight? Just excuse me. He walks away and, and finds two women. <laughs> he says, Any of you single? What the fuck is going on? Why yeah, like, Why is this a storyline? And, like, relationships has become, like, we, honestly, we all loved Indian Dexter. It's cursed us. Because they got it right. And now we've got fucking you know, the main roster writers with their hands in the pot. And it's like, they're just going to keep redoing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we have Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly backstage. Um, Kyle asks, last week was the second time you had my back. Why? Von Wagner says... Uh, I took an opportunity and I jumped on it. I respect you, Kyle. 
you got a heart. Kyle says, after the last year, I don't trust anybody. Let me handle my business. Von Wagner is not good at promos. I gotta no, be he's honest. He's got a very thick Minnesotan accent, too. Yeah, he's got a very Minnesotan accent, which is one thing. Um, but, like, first of all, he, he doesn't talk like a Von Wagner. Von Wagner should be fucking like, should have like a German accent or something, some European accent or Old English. Um, like, and, and he's just, he's stiff with his words. He's very stiff. Um, but uh, after that, we get Tommaso Ciampa in the ring. He says, let's get right to it. On Tuesday night, October. 26th, Halloween Havoc returns. Champ needs an opponent. The roster is full of hungry men and women. One man says he is not a patient man. He wants to be the flag bearer of NXT. The thing is, in the world we live in, actions speak louder than words. Who has the balls to come out here and take my NXT title? Braun Breaker comes out despite only having one win in NXT while Zion Quinn has two. Zion Quinn should be the next runner-up. Yeah. Zion Quinn, let's see. Zion Quinn right now is tied with Boa and Dante Chen. So, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's because Braun Breaker knocked down LA Knight. Maybe that's why. He got the big win, the win that mattered, I guess. But it's still only one. Uh, but Braun Breaker comes out. He says, Tommaso Ciampa, I've treated you with respect. I do not give a damn if I've been here for four minutes. I want to be NXT champion. You want to fight someone with balls? I've got the biggest balls in the locker room. At Halloween Havoc, me and you for that. Uh, Ciampa says, you want to know the difference between you and me? You want this NXT title. I need this NXT title. This title is just a stepping stone for something bigger and better. Halloween Havoc is three weeks away. The way I see it, you have three weeks to go from an intern to a PhD. Challenge accepted. So maybe that's like three weeks to get more wins under your belt. Good. That's fine. But they should have been like... Like, you know, to add more stakes into this feud, Jamba should have been like, you have three weeks to to get three wins. I tell you, that's fair. One win a week. Go undefeated for three weeks, and if he can't, he doesn't get that title shot. You know, add some stakes. USA wanted mm -hmm. more stakes. Mm -hmm. Um. So then we get a promo from Joe Gacy, god damn it, and he says, while social media platforms crashed, I sat with my voice. One platform that won't crash is NXT. <laughs> just give him, just give him like a year or so. Uh, tonight, I'll use the ring as our safe space. Tonight, we gather in unity to pr prove that conflict will end peacefully. There can be two winners. Like, He's clearly using safe space as just a buzzword. This was used, this had less buzzwords, but still. Like, just. What's he saying? 
Why is why is he a professional wrestler? Why is this iteration of Joe Gacy wrestling if he wants to have two winners, if he wants peaceful conflict resolution? Why? I I literally cannot tell you. And it makes me annoyed that I can't tell you. Like, like, what if this was, like, him getting away from his safe space and letting out his aggression in the ring? I feel like that's, that's a vibe that would translate better with the crowd. You know? At least that gives some motivation. It's not perfect, because he's still got the shitty gimmick going, but it's something. Right. Um, and then we get a promo with Indy Hartwell and Persia Perota. Persia asks Indy, how, how is Dexter? Uh, Indy says, or Indy said they went through like two packs of condoms. Um, Indy says he's nine and a half inches long. Um, Here I was thinking that there would be like a moment of like, oh, haha, what we actually mean is like, he was eating a nine and a half inch long sandwich. Yes, like something something goofy I thought was going to happen, and um, it didn't. It definitely did not. Liz, NXT's getting edgier. I guess. Uh, and then uh, smoke was coming out of a door, and uh, they open the door and see Boa and Mei Ying in there. Boa yells for them to get out. And for some reason, that's motivation enough for a match later. Um, then we have a promo with Duke Hudson. He says it doesn't matter if it's a squared circle or a poker table. In this poker room, we don't discriminate. Better luck next time. And then we what get the Cor- We were supposed to get Cora Jade versus uh, Virginia Ferry, but instead, Frankie Monet took out Virginia and stepped in herself. So we got Cora Jade versus Frankie Monet. Are there fairies in Virginia? Did, is that what she named herself after? Like a legit fairy in Virginia? No clue. Never been in Virginia. I've been in Virginia twice. Yeah. Cool. I'm a globetrotter. What can I say? Um, never been on a ferry in Virginia, though. Um, I've been to actually every state on the eastern seaboard. That's Maine. Bitch. Anyways, I don't know what I'm going through right now. Yep. Um, I know that you hate it, but we skipped over Ikemen versus Joe Gacy. Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> this was actually, that was like, a, you removed Joe Gacy's gimmick from it. It was a fun match. All because of Ikemen. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's because Ikemen was there. Gacy had a cool clothesline at the end, but that's really it. Um, yeah, why don't you talk about Ikemen and, and Gacy? Sadly. There's a side headlock on Gacy and a shoulder tackle that he no-sells. Um, there's an arm drag and a hurricane rana to Gacy. Um, at some point or another, Gacy like hugs Ikemen and is like, I know you can knock me down. Like, I believe in you. I was like, I want a lobotomy. (laughs) 
So Ikemen gets flung into the corner. There's a suplex to Ikemen and then a dragon sleeper on Gacy into a neckbreaker. Um, and then Ikemen gets a funky little neck twist and some interesting strikes with uh, his hand against, like, using his jacket, basically. Um, we get a kick upside the head to Gacy and a Hurricane Rana, and then a Lariat to Ikemen off the ropes for Joe Gacy to fucking win. And then Joe Gacy goes to walk out, and there's some fucking weird dude who's standing in the fucking crowd. And he's bald. And it's like, who's this bald man? Who's this And then head? you come to find out. <laughs> it's Parker fucking Boudreaux. Yeah. Man, I wasn't, like, his biggest fan from the get-go. Like, n- nothing against him. It was just I didn't care. But, um... What did they do to my boy? Are they gonna do a fucking liberal versus skinhead? Dude. Yes. Not good, not good, not good. Look how they massacred my boy. That's exactly how it feels. And like I didn't even care about him to begin with, but now I like care very much. Yeah, he could've he he could have been fucking uh the next Brock Lesnar or some shit. Um alright, so now the uh, core jader is Frankie Monet. Yeehaw. Actually, before we do that, can we talk about Rick Boogs' tweet? (laughs) When Mandy came on the fucking screen at first, Rick Boogs tweeted, Mandy Rose squeezing you between her thighs must feel like a sloth decimating your core with its death clutch grip. I've seen her squat in the gym. She's got some power. (laughs) Boogs, you got a wife and kids. (laughs) He's got kids? Uh, a kid, I think. A kid's his kid. Yeah. Fuck. Um. You know, I don't want to be that person either, but I'm going to be that person because I'm in a bad mood. So mm-hmm. start there. What the fuck were the shorts that Mandy was wearing? Are they not supposed to go over the vagina? You mean they're not supposed to be at her knees? Well, they're. It was a thirst trap, Liz. That's what it's called. It reminds me of um, Alicia Edwards. Not, it doesn't remind me of this, but it just made me think back to Impact with Alicia. And when she had the pants with like the cutouts by the ass, and I was like, mm. what are we doing? <laughs> Except <laughs> this was worse. Yeah. Alicia, I was just like, that's confusing. But okay. Like, I would not want to sit on a subway seat with those pants. Yeah. But Mandy's, I was like, how is that even comfy? I don't know, man. This is like, this is bringing out my inner, like, fucking church mom. Look, Liz, you know how she had two people cheering for her? That's two more people than would have been cheering had she not been wearing those shorts. I don't know if we're allowed to say that, Mark. Is anyone going to argue with me? What I thought. Marks. Anyway. Or Jade was Frankie Monet. Mark. Yeah. Um, so Frankie, you know, kills Virginia Ferry. And then Robert Stone's just like, you're fighting her now. Cora. Which I don't think is how it works. But 
William Regal doesn't exist anymore, so I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so Frankie breaks Cora down, uh, gets some double knees onto her in the corner. Um, Trey Baxter comes out, and he's trying to, like, cheer her on, and Frankie stomps on Cora's back. Cora dodges Frankie as she runs into the corner. There's a nasty fucking spear to Cora Jade. Then Cora rolls up Frankie to win. Yep. Yep. Someone who was just in a, a title match just got beat by somebody who hasn't gotten a win. Let that sink in for a hot second. Alright, so then we have a promo with MSK. They say, gonna be a tough test tonight. GYV walks in. Last week! You called yourself fighting champs. You two snakes have found another loophole. You're all talk. Um, MS Carol, like, right, how about we make this elimination style? Then Brooks and Jensen walk in. And they're like, well, boys, I'm punch some faces, and they beat everyone up. And Carmelo Hayes and Trick come in, join the fight. Uh, then we get an interview with Champa. He says, Mackenzie. Braun Breaker was yelling. At Halloween Havoc, he gets to share the ride, share the ring, with a certifiable main eventer. Bill Gacy then walks in for some reason. Says, that's some awful toxic energy you pull out there. You must be feeling the privilege of being NXT champion. We would love to be included in an opportunity for this, for the NXT championship. But, but, Mr. Gacy, Mr. Gacy, you're just pulling out buzzwords. You're just pulling out buzzwords there. He was five seconds from, like, making me turn the TV off. I was, like, I was getting... And I guess, you know what, maybe I'm gonna be the triggered snowflake mark that they want, but it's just, oh my god, it makes me cringe so bad. It's so bad. You see, you wouldn't have these kind of reactions if... He was a good character. You can keep this gimmick and have him be a good character. You can give him a good storyline. You can give him good motivations. I just gave you one earlier. You can have his character influence how he wrestles in the ring, but it doesn't. None of that happens. You don't have any motivation. You don't have any in-ring character work. None of that. It all falls flat. Um... So, and uh, Champa says, you want a shot? You beat me next week, we can add you to the main event of Halloween Havoc. Next week, that ring ain't a safe space. So we're bringing championship contender matches to NXT now. This sucks. This really sucks. And you know what? Gacy's probably going to win. Whether it's clean or not. Um, but then we, we had a really good match. Pete Dunn versus Cameron Grimes. It would have been a better match if it had lasted a little longer. And it's hard for me now because like, the crowd is still so obnoxious. And like they're yelling at Ridge, who's not even in the fucking ring. And I'm like... What are we doing? But you know what? That's yelling at the heel. Instead of yelling at MSK. True. 
They should have opened the show with this match. I feel like this would have been a really good opener. Yeah. This would have made sense as an opener. You 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 wouldn't have the motivation behind it, which I mean I get I get why you didn't have his opening match then, but still, did Ember and Mandy have any motivation at all? Um so there's a front face lock on Grimes. Grimes ends up getting a wrist lock on Pete. There's a vicious hurricane Rana to Pete, and then an arm drag into an arm submission hold, right into a side headlock again. Uh, Pete hits Grimes, though, with a deep clean and clothesline and starts breaking Grimes' finger, spends a lot of time slowly dismantling the arm of Cameron. Um, a crossbody then takes Pete off the ropes. Um, or no, crossbody to Pete off the ropes. I like reading my own notes. I think it's fun. Um, there's a kick upside the head to Cameron and a knee drop on the arm and a suplex and a double stomp on the fingers and a kick around the head to Grimes. It's a whole fucking ordeal. Um, Dunn then wants an arm bar, but Grimes flips free. He suplexes Pete. Uh, there's a kick, though, to the side of the face of Grimes, and then Kyle O'Reilly comes out of nowhere. Ridge. Pete then fucking takes him and tosses him over the announce desk. Just straight up. You see Kyle attacking Ridge and then you just see Kyle behind the announce desk and you're like Hey Prince, what happened? Um so Grimes goes for the cave in, but Pete actually kinda catches him, tosses him into the top rope, throw it first. Um and then Grimes gets hit with the bitter end to win, and Kyle O'Reilly uh, pulls the Chris Saban and says, I'm not done, and uh, jumps back into the ring to uh, finish some business. Yep, yep, yep. Um, then we had a promo from Hit Row. said, you know what they aren't buzzing about? Legato. We're not running from y'all. We're running to money. Macdown chose us. I'm getting sick of this back and forth. Santos, want to challenge my manhood. You got it when I beat you. Uh, if you don't know, now you know. Uh, and then, the big moment. The big moment everyone's been waiting for. It's fucking Tony time. Tony D'Angelo's debut against Malik Blade. The Gabagool finally arriving. Dude, Tony is so over with the crowds. He is the most over wrestler in their first match ever. That shit's insane. Bitches love him. And you know what? He's really good because he leans into the gimmick. He's all in, and the crowd's all in, and I'm all in. <laughs> Dude, I love this guy. I At first, when we first saw him, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, this is going to be bad. But it's... Not even bad. It's just yeah. fun. Yeah, he he's good in the ring, and and it, it like it it's a lot of people will tell you in in wrestling and and in whatever kind of entertainment you're doing, if you believe what you say, other people will believe you. And Tony is fully committing to it behind what he says, and so everyone gets behind him. And you know what? He's not a face. He's not a heel. Looks like he's going to be a tweener, which is fantastic. Yeah, I... 
I love him. I love him so much. He is like the most fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a side headlock on Malik and then a shoulder tackle to him and then another side headlock. Uh, Blade ends up jumping into the arms of Tony and gets a rib buster. Uh, he ends up hitting a drop kick to Tony and then a clothesline uh, and a crossbody and then a belly to belly suplex after just a little bit of, you know, a little bit of vamping to the crowd, if you will. Um, we then get like this funky little, like his finisher is a goofy little thing, huh? Um, like it was like a fisherman backbreaker, or a fisherman neckbreaker, or something. Yeah, something like that. It I, was a, it was a weirdo. I loved it. I think I saw it called just a fisherman breaker. I don't know. I just know that it was it it happened, and it was very interesting. And I have not seen anything quite like it before. Yeah. They gotta call it like the the Mamma Mia, or the the Gabagool. Uh, the the I'm walking here. Or not even words, just the. <laughs> I. <laughs> oh god. I... And then apparently you said that he slipped the ref a fifty. Before the match, he slipped the ref a fifty. <laughs> Oh god. He's fully committing and that's the best part. When anybody fully commits to their gimmick, when it's as ridiculous as this, actually even when it's not ridiculous, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um I Tony could be the one thing that makes me forget how unfortunate today's episode was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, because like, maybe because we had that promo right beforehand with Tony. It, it was uh, just talking. They they did. I think they just used footage from last week. I'm not sure because it does sound like stuff that. It, the thing is, is that nothing that he has said has been so original that I could point it to like, oh, this was last week's or whatever. But it's just. It's just so funny. God. Yeah. Um, Alright, so then we had an interview with Trick Mellow, which I think is their new team name, Trick Mellow. That's what they've been calling themselves. Um, uh, Carmelo says, we finessed our way into a title match and I didn't even have to use the contract. You're looking at the champ champ and the future champ. Damn. Only Carmella's gonna be the champ, not a, uh, not Trick. Um. All right. Then we have, for some reason, Mei Ying versus Indy Hartwell. This should have been saved for next week. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about this one. Um. There's a headlock on Maying and then a no-sold shoulder tackle. Um, she stomped on Indy. There was a weird shove to the chest that dropped Indy. Like, she basically straight up just, like, went, like, say this is her hand. She just went, and Indy just sold it like she had been, like, punched in the chest. I think she was shot. Um. So... Indy ends up being subjected to some sort of, like, weird-ass, like, Pressure point chokehold. Um, 
she manages to maneuver herself out of the ring. Um, Mei Ying ends up shoving Indy into the post ringside with the hold still in place. Persia then interferes and gets a boot to the face to kind of save Indy. Uh, Indy then gets Mei Ying back in the ring, hits her with a drop elbow. She win. Which, um, yeah. it's not looking good for Johnny and Candace um, or The Way or anything that was built up in the last year. Yeah, no more Way intro for Indy, no more Way gear, no more... Uh, I mean, I understand her teaming with Persia rather than Candace because the obvious. Um, but not even like any sign of Johnny today. Um, and the fact that he wasn't drafted is a bad sign. Um, it it's spells bad news. It really does. Yeah, it's not not good. <laughs> um, then we had a promo with Lash Legend talking to some people. She says next week I'm lashing out. I'm gonna spill some tea. Tony D'Angelo walks in. He says. Mamma Mia, if you want some eyeballs, you'll have me as a guest. Uh, he walks away, and Lash Legend fucking says, I love him in the Sopranos movie. God damn it. God damn it. I was like, that doesn't feel... That wasn't as... I don't know. I don't know about that. That... that Regardless of what it is, it's just stupid. That's a dumb yeah. one. Um, then we get a video package for Diamond Mines, basically an introduction video talking about all the member their members. Um, Malcolm Vivens is great. I don't know about everyone else on the team though. I like Roddy. He's a good wrestler, but he doesn't fit in Diamond Mine. Not anymore. Um. Then uh, we had Raquel Gonzalez in the ring. She says, Toxic Attraction has been making headlines, but Mandy has all that hair dye seeped into your brain. I have been dominating this division for close to a year. This title isn't a fashion accessory. This means you are the best female in the best division in the business. Wouldn't call it the best division anymore. Um, Touch my title again and you will be posing for a body cast. Toxic Attraction come out. Uh, Mandy says, I really used to admire you, your strength, tenacity. Coming off desperate. You know, your title reign is coming to an end. We're taking over and not even an unstoppable Raquel Gonzalez is going to slow us down. Uh, Gigi says, Mandy Rose is championship material. You can't help but stare in awe at us. JC says, I can't, oh no. Raquel says, I can't help but stare at those six staples in your head. <laughs> you know what, Raquel? I'm on your side for once. Um, JC says, we can add jealousy to Desperate. We're the face of NXT 2.0. No, you're not. Soon enough, Toxic Attraction will be holding all the gold in the women's division. We're not just Toxic Attraction. We're the attraction. Um, so they then surround Raquel. Io and Zoe run in to help. Toxic Attraction then run away. And that ends that promo. And then we get a promo with Von Wagner and Kyle. 
Um, Von Wagner walks in and he says, next week, it's you and me versus Ridge and Pete. Whether you like it or not, I'm the only one that's got your back. You, if you have a feeling you wouldn't like it, why would you set up the match in the first place? Why don't you just fight Ridge or something? I just like that he's like, well, Kyle, I know you didn't ask me to do this, and I know you didn't ask me to be your friend, but I'm your only friend now, so deal with it. And Kyle's just like... <sighs> and I know you're in a lot of pain, but I set us up for a match. You're welcome. I also love that Kyle was like, hey, can you just let me deal with my problems on my own? And Ridge was like, yeah, sure. Just kidding. Or not Ridge. Von Wagner. Same diff. Yeah. It's a tall, big, blonde man. Uh, and then we get Eo, Zoe, and Raquel in an interview. Um, Eo says, I don't like them more than I don't like you. Uh, Zoe says, we're the champions here. Um, e Indy then walked in and said, not for much longer. Toxic Attraction isn't the only team you have to worry about. Um, and then Zoe says, wait, didn't we win these titles by beating you? Um, Eo then says, the only gold you'll wear is on your hand and in your ears. I thought Indy was a face. Like, what is happening? What? She's just out here antagonizing people now? For no reason? What, uh... what happened to the, like, all the, you know, favor she gained from the wedding? What happened to all that? She fucking hangs out with Persia for one fucking day, I guess. I guess so. Persia, you're a bad influence. God damn it. We need Candace and Johnny back. And then, finally, we end the night with Briggs and Jensen versus GYV versus Trick Mello versus MSK for the NXT tag title. Zooey mama, was this a stressful little fucking match, eh? All, all because of the crowd. Uh, yeah. Um. So we've got Wes Lee versus uh, Zach Gibson. Uh, there's double knees around the neck of Gibson and a flip down to bomb him into the mat. Nash gets in off of Wes. There's a double stomp onto Gibson's back um, after the usual flurry of offense. Um, we then get a tornado arm drag to Gibson, and then Carmelo gets in off of Gibson. It's a sling blade to Nash. Trick gets in off of Mello. Slings Nash into the Brooks and Briggs corner. First gets in off of Nash, and Nash is more than fucking happy to just be like, yeah, I'm out. I'm, I'm gonna go lay down on the ground for a little while. Um, there's a hard uppercut and a clothesline to Jensen. Um, Mello gets in off of Trick. There's an inverted atomic drop to Carmelo. Briggs gets in off of Brooks. Um, Trick gets in off of off of Carmelo. Jesus, I can't keep up with my own fucking notes, dude. I can't even keep up with this. Um, Trick gets in off of Carmelo. They both both Briggs and Brooks stomp on Trick. Um, Briggs and Brooks then attack Gyv uh, while attacking Carmelo and Trick. Like they they're, they're splashing in opposite corners, like they're going like do, and then they're going do, and yeah, that's the thing. Um, Wesley gets in off of somebody. I don't fucking know 
one of the Brooks Briggs boys, probably. Uh, he cannonballs out of the ring onto Carmelo and Trick. Nash gets in off of Wes. He hits the assisted blockbuster to Trick. And Trick gets his team eliminated by getting pinned. Um, Gibbs then clotheslines Wes Lee. Drake gets in off of Gibson. There's an assisted dropkick from Gibson to Lee off of the top rope. Uh, then we get a double clothesline after Gibbs tags back. Gibson tags back in. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is not easy. This is not a fucking easy match to get through. Ooh. Oh yeah. Um. So there's a double clothesline after Gibson tags back in off of Drake. James Drake. Gibson then socks Wesley. Um, Drake gets in off of Gibson. Nash gets in off of Wes after Wes kind of dosy does around Drake. Um, James Drake to, to get the tag. Um, Nash clotheslines James Drake and James goes to jump over Nash, but Nash grabs his leg and drops him. We get a German suplex and then a PK and then a moonsault. And then Gibson removes Drake from the ring and Nash kicks him before moonsaulting down onto both of them. Gibson then won't let Nash get back into the ring like he's holding on to him ringside, which I thought was very funny. Uh, Gibson ends up being the legal guy. There's a ticket to mayhem, but apparently Nash is not legal. Briggs is legal. Um, I didn't see that tag. But Brooks and Briggs come in to, like, save MSK, um, and they powerbomb Zach Gibson to eliminate Grizzled Young Veterans. Wesley then gets an elbow to the face from Brooks, and Briggs gets in and hits a boot to Nash's face, and then there's a team powerbomb on Wes, and then Brooks goes to powerbomb Wesley, and Nash takes Briggs from the ring, and Wesley rolls down to pin Brooks Jensen. And if none of that made sense to you, none of it made sense to me either, so I guess just watch the episode. Don't tell them to watch the episode, because then they won't watch us. Shit, don't watch the episode. I did a great job, and that's all you're going to get. Sabotaging us. Shit. Um, also, I think we can solidify that Brooks and Jensen are the dumbest motherfuckers in all of NXT. Yeah. Why were they holding the titles for so long? Why were they holding the titles? Why did they save GYV? Oh, no, why did they save MSK? Like, that makes no sense. You could have... You could have eliminated the champions without putting in any effort and then you would just have gyv to go through oh god maybe maybe it's them acknowledging that americans are not as good as uh the english in bar fights maybe 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 um I just want to say that it was lovely seeing Marcel, Brattel, and uh, Fabian. I miss them a lot, and I like that. It kind of seems like they're next in line. Yeah, they, they came out to attack MSK after the match. Um, and then Brooks and Jensen helped. Let me actually see if they're next in line according to my notes. Yes, they are. They are next in line. So They're next in line. Um, Electra Lopez is next in line for Raquel, and Zion Quinn is next in line for a singles title. 
whether that's Champa, Roddy, or Swerve. I was like sitting here, I was like, who the fuck is the men's champ in NXT? It's three. I could not remember. Oh, you know <laughs> what I meant. And also there's one, only you... one women's tag team right now. Active. Yeah, we talked about that last night. Let's not remember it, please. Um, who do you think is going to uh, uh, dethrone Swerve? Santos, next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now who'll dethrone Roddy? Yeah? I think it's going to be... Back, Roddy. I think it's going to be Ivy Nile. If it's Ivy Nile, then it better be me next. Damn. I'm, I'm scrappy. Maybe it'll be Carmelo Hayes. Because Vince doesn't want small guys anymore. Alright, so let's talk about best of the night, shall we? Shall we? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck! Fuck! Son of a bitch! You even made a comment about it with the news. I'm... I'm not doing well today, okay? I'm not doing well. I think that's fair to say. Okay. Imagine you just did that. Oh, same vibe, babe. Oh, I didn't hear you because I was talking. And that seems to be a theme. What? So let's talk about promo of the night real quick. There were no good ones. <laughs> let's talk about promo of the night. Uh, none of them. <laughs> I mean, while we're going through best of the night, leave a question in the chat and we'll get to it uh, after the best of the night. Just so they're there. Um, God, what were some good promos? Um, let's see, there was Legato's, which was fine. Cameron Grimes' interview, which was dumb. Von Wag all the Von Wagner Kyle stuff was dumb. Champa, you know you know what? Fine, I'll fucking give it to Champa and Breaker, my pick. Okay. The only thing that was like anything. Anything notable, I guess. There's no Andre Chase stuff. There's no Tony D'Angelo promos. Nothing new, at least. Yeah. Alright, you want to talk about Wrestler of the Night? Yeah, we can talk about Wrestler of the Night. I got two picks. I got two. And, uh... Oh, you know what? I got three. I got three. Three picks. I'm, I'm gonna let you pick from those three. Unless you have another one, unless you have another one you want to pick. Uh, that you're like dying to pick. So, my three are Cameron Grimes, Nash Carter, and Tony D'Angelo. I'm choosing Tony! It's Tony time! Are you actually? Yeah, no, I'm absolutely choosing oh, Okay. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you want me to choose? Hoping like Cameron Grimes or something. I'm trying to hold on to the past right now. Cameron has next week when he finds the love of his life. God, no, he's never gonna wrestle again. 
that probably won't. That's fair. Eh, we had right. a good run. So, rest, uh, match of the night. We're gonna, as always, we go from worst to the best. Starting with a 3 out of 10, Mei Ying versus Indy Hartwell. Mei Ying should have won. This match shouldn't have happened. All the wrestling was really lame. It was bad. Uh, next up, 3 out of 10, Mandy Rose versus Ember Moon. Wrong person won. Not very fun. Um, yeah. Mandy won with very little offense. Very short. Um, so next up, 4 out of 10, Cora Jade versus Frankie Monet. It, it accomplished what it was supposed to. I'm fine with the result, but it was just not fun. It wasn't enjoyable. Uh, next up, 4 out of 10, Ikemen Jiro versus Joe Gacy. Wrong person won with very little offense once again. God damn it. But Ikemen was a ton of fun to watch. Dude is so good. I wish he would get more of a push. But uh, you know what? WWE doesn't like their uh, non-English speakers. Yep. Uh, next up, 4 out of 10, Odyssey Jones versus LA Knight. Wrong person won, but it was still a decent match. You know, it was fine. I, I enjoyed watching LA Knight get that neck breaker. Uh, would have been would have been a, a number higher, but Andre Chase coming into you know cause a distraction was pretty lame. Andre Chase will be the perfect tweener. Just yelling at everyone. Yeah. Uh, next up, 5 out of 10, Malik Blade versus Tony D'Angelo. It was a decent match. Watching Tony was a lot of fun, but gotta be objective. I can't give everything to Tony. Unfortunately. Um, it was still a squash match, but it was a more even squash match than most. Um, Tony's gonna be a great, a great performer. I mean, he's he's already got a lot going on now. Um, alright. Next up, 6 out of 10, uh, Briggs and Jensen versus GYV versus MSK versus Trick Mellow. It was fun. It was fun. Um, I don't think MSK should have won. Um, I mean, I take that back. MSK should have been the ones to win, which they were. Um, I thought it was going to go to to somebody else it kind of shocked me but um it was still fun and i don't know it it felt weird that briggs and jensen broke up the pin um the crowd kind of ruined the match as the cwc crowd often does yeah um but yeah it was still pretty fun and finally, my pick for match of the night, Pete Dunn versus Cameron Grimes, 6 out of 10. Um, it was a lot of fun, but the whole Kyle coming in to beat up Ridge was pretty dumb. But it wasn't like your typical distraction where, oh, Pete, uh, or, or oh, Cameron was distracted, so he's the one who loses. No, Cameron Grimes still still got the upper hand. Um, I thought it was still a lot of fun. Great result. Great wrestling. These guys 
are, are still some of the best NXT has. And a fantastic showing from Cameron Grimes. Do you agree? I'll give it to you. Cool, cool, cool. So to run it back, promo of the night, Champa and Braun Breaker. Wrestler of the night, Tony D'Angelo. Match of the night, Pete Dunn versus Cameron Grimes. Alright, so do you want to answer some questions? Yes. Alright, so we've only got one in chat. Mariam asked, if you could give NXT a new theme song, what would you pick? Because this soundtrack just doesn't hit for me. The soundtrack was fine for me the first time we heard it, now hearing it every week, multiple times a week. Just so too- tiring. Listen, I'm going to be honest. I There's not a single theme song I could pick that wouldn't bring us back to what we just left. Well, actually... Poppy's new album. Pull a song from that. Poppy's new album is fantastic. I haven't listened to it. Oh, you should. You should. I'm not a big fan of Poppy, honestly. You might change your mind with her new album because it's more, more, no pun intended, Poppy. <laughs> um, I would bring us back to the old days and I would probably make it Parasite Eve. And no one could change my mind. Uh, because back I to the old days? Because that's well, back to like the grungier, edgier days in terms of what we just had mm. a couple months ago, the old days. Since we're in the new era, probably do like ska or something. Imagine ska opening fucking <laughs> NXT. <laughs> you know, fine. It couldn't be worse, honestly. So, if they want to keep kind of like this, the same, a similar like vibe. While keeping the the hip hop rap aspect, I just I do Tyler the Creator. I think he fits that really well. Yeah, I see. I, the thing is, I just like I don't know. I I really I don't know like any music that would actually fit what's going on now. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just because I hate what's going on now. Probably. Just Tony D'Angelo's theme song. Oh, or how about the Sopranos intro? <laughs> fucking, what is it? Fucking Bad Moon Rising or whatever? Or something like that. I, you know what? It's Tony time. Why not? <laughs> oh, you know, you know what would fit this NXT super well? <laughs> Imagine Dragons. <laughs> it it would fit so well because it would be bad. Okay, first of all, I do like a couple of their old songs. Oh, I I but do too, but all, they're not good. Second of all, second of all, I can think of two off the top of my head that would fit this perfectly, and it's radioactive. Awful. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, that's all the questions we have. Um, Liz, I had a question for you this morning, but I can't remember. Oh, shoot. Since we have a little bit of time, I saw the question earlier, but I can't remember what it was. Um, but, 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 where was it? 
had to do with wrestlers, of course. Miriam said, radioactive is perfect for toxic attraction. You know what? It, it can't be any worse than their current walkout, which is so generic. Um, where's this question? I saw it earlier and I can't remember it. I hope you remember. I like questions. God. Also, guess what? Want to hmm. know something funny? Do you want to know something really funny? Sure. The Yankees lost. I figured that when you um, turn the TV off angrily. I'm moving on to hockey. <laughs> Boys. Going back to being a Red Wings fan, whether that brings me any joy or not, I'm pretty sure it won't, but... <laughs> you said you're being a Red Wings fan? Yeah, I used to watch the Red Wings a lot. Oh, God. I used to be a Rangers yeah. fan. No, that'd be way too easy, Mark. Way too easy. Uh, I think too easy would be being an Islanders fan. I mean, easy in terms of, like, I could actually go see a Rangers game. Ah. Uh. Um, I saw a post that just said that um, being in the live audience for WWE TV is not fun at all. I can imagine. Yeah. I can't find this question. It's really bothering me. You should just ask me a question anyways. I'll take anything. Um. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I remember it now. I remember it now. All of a sudden. Um, change the first name of any wrestler to ruin them. I thought of the best one immediately. Chris Cross. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know. Uh, you could do, um, let's see. John Gacy. Well. At this point. Um. Yeah. Somebody, I saw somebody say BJ Styles. I feel like this is going to be one of those things where I'm like, other people are a lot funnier than I am. <laughs> I, I saw the responses to this. They weren't very funny. Well, your responses are funny. The first one was, yeah. thought of some before. I can't remember. Man, I don't know. I uh, want to ruin somebody. Instead of The Miz, Lame Miz. <laughs> you can make Kenny instead of Kenny Omega Alpha Omega. No, that would be so cool. Would it though? It I don't think so. I feel like that would be really bad. How about very lame? How about Michael Cole, baby? <laughs> That's horrible. Um. um Man, I don't know. I feel like I should. Brittany Baker. You don't need to change much there. Oh. 
Um, I don't know. I want to have like a quirky little answer here, but I don't. I mean, you could you could just give everyone generic names like that. That's an easy way to do it. Like, uh, Ian Archer. <laughs> um. All I'm thinking of is instead of Ember Moon, Twilight New Moon. <laughs> I don't know why that's where your mind's going. I don't know. I just saw a moon in my head and I was like, ah. All right. Well, I think that's enough. Uh, do you want to close out for us? Mark, what's your favorite animal? Favorite animal? I don't know. Dog? You could have any exotic animal. What would you choose? Like as a pet? I don't but know. It wouldn't kill you. So you could have anything, it's not gonna kill you. Uh uh. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh a monkey would be too much trouble. <laughs> I've always been a fan of of Panthers. Even as a kid, I love Panthers. Okay. They're all black. Okay. Fair enough. I've always wanted a tiger. Huh. Okay. And then Tiger King came out and I was like, that dream's ruined. Do you want to close with the podcast? Yeah, I guess. I don't have any good jokes today, so. Alright. The Yankees. I feel like if you know, if I didn't make it, you would have. My serotonin just drops off once the baseball season is over. <laughs> I'm saying the baseball season is over. We still have the entire postseason. I'm going to pick a team. I'm going to pick a team, and I'm going to root for them. It just will probably the be Badgers. Are they in it again this yeah. year? They're, I think they're oh, okay. in the wild card. Oh, Dodgers. Woo! <laughs> like, I'm going to stop fucking watching baseball. Yeah. I couldn't. I'd die. Um, anyways, so if you joined us tonight, thank you so much. And if you join us in the future, thank you so much. Um, happy daylight savings time is coming up. Happy Halloween. What the fuck am I talking about? Yeah. Halloween. It does the not best register holiday. in my head as a thing. You used to think Christmas is the best, but now, after after walking around and seeing all the Halloween decorations, no, I love Halloween. All right. So first of all, I don't know why my tongue is red. Second of all, um, I don't think Christmas is the best. I think the holiday season is the best. Thank you all for watching. Follow and subscribe. Uh, our YouTube is the Pinfall Podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, join the live show at twitch.tv forward slash the Pinfall Podcast. What, Liz? Please join us on Friday after we go through hell and back um, with everything that we've got to do in the coming days um because we will be talking about smackdown one way or the other <laughs> we'll be here buddy so um we will not be doing our uh 2k20 universe mode battle of the brands that'll instead be on saturday um so join then for that uh, in the meantime enjoy the week we'll see you on friday our twitter's at pinfall podcast i'm at the mark cameron liz is at eliza elaine two three See you on Friday Night Smackdown. Have a fantastic 
rest of your night and rest of your week.